1: everyone. This is Angie from All Creatures Podcast. Today, I'll be hosting another special episode just for kids, made by kids. And I'm so happy these special episodes are being really well-received by our listeners. So a big thank you to you for tuning in to All Creatures Kids Podcast. And boy, oh boy, are we going to have some fun today talking about one of the silliest, funniest animals that live in the Amazon rainforest. And we'll also be talking about a very big and very notorious snake from Africa. My first guest today is Pax. He lives in Denver, Colorado. And Pax will be talking to us today all about the Wakari monkey. And Pax is also an amazing animal ambassador. And he has his own YouTube channel that's all about animals. So you're going to want to stick around for details on that. And my second guest is Vance, who lives in Lansing, which is in my home state of Michigan. Yay! Michigan is known as the Great Lakes State, and if you ask me, it's the greatest state in the world, but obviously I'm biased. So Vance will be talking all about the black mamba, which is a venomous snake from Africa. So it's going to be fun talking all about snakes and monkeys, so stick around. And let's get this All Creatures Kids podcast party off to a swinging good time with monkeys. Hello, everyone. This is Angie from All Creatures Podcast. We are going to have an amazing time today talking about a special species, a monkey from the Amazon rainforest. Yay, I'm so excited. This edition of All Creatures Kids podcast will be brought to you today from my animal expert, Pax. Pax lives in Denver, Colorado, and he is an animal ambassador for so many species. And today he'll be talking all about the bald Wakari monkey. So everyone, let's get this All Creatures kid podcast party off to a crazy fun start. Hello, Pax. Are you
0: there? Yep, yeah, I'm here.
1: Awesome. Welcome to All Creatures Kids. Thanks for being here today.
0: Well, I'd be here any day of the week.
1: Awesome. Good. We're going to learn so much today. Now, I know this is a really hard question, but do you have a favorite animal?
0: Um, I can't decide at all.
1: Okay. Penguins,
0: eye eyes, I don't know.
1: There's so many cool creatures out there, out there, isn't there?
0: Yeah, I even like great white sharks.
1: I love sharks, too. Awesome. Well, today you've chosen the wakari monkey. And I was just wondering why you picked that species.
0: Well, I don't know much about it. I started looking up on it, but there isn't too much information. They're pretty secretive.
1: Okay, cool. Well, and can you
0: give our listeners
1: uh, your age? How old are you?
0: Nine.
1: Nine. Awesome. So what grade are you in?
0: Fourth, turning 10 in April 8th, though.
1: Oh, very good. You got a birthday coming up. Yep. And when your mom reached out to me, she also shared with me some really cool information on a YouTube channel. That you do all about animals. Can you tell me about that?
0: Yep. Yeah, it's called Animal Wild Facts with Facts. Two episodes so far. Working on the third one about keystone species that start with the letter B bison and beavers.
1: Awesome. So we just, if we just search your name, Pax, and what was the rest of it?
0: Animal Wild Facts.
1: Animal Wild Facts by Pax on YouTube. Yep. And that's P A X for our listeners. So, Definitely give that a watch after you get done listening to this podcast because it's super fun and he talks about a lot of cool creatures and a lot of their cool superpowers. So it's really good. I, I applaud you, buddy, for putting that together. We, we need more animal ambassadors out there like yourself. So thank you.
0: No problem.
1: So now I think it's really important that you start with describing the bald Wakari monkey. For our listeners, what does it look like?
0: Well, it's got bright red facial skin. It's long, shaggy, golden brown hair. Well, it's just glorious. And it stands out so much in the Amazon rainforest. It has no fat at all. And its tail is super short-like. The same size as a microscope slide.
1: Wow, that is incredible! Is it like a big monkey, or medium size, or small?
0: Well, it's about it's about the size of a school globe, so not too big and not too small. I mean, okay. it's bigger than a chameleon, yet not as big as a mandrill.
1: Gotcha. And where does the bald wakari monkey live?
0: Lives in the Amazon rainforest basin in um riparian areas.
1: Oh, could you describe riparian
0: for me? Um it means semi aquatic like marshes, swamps and bogs.
1: Mm-hmm. And where does it live in the Amazon forest as far as you know which countries it lives in?
0: No, I actually don't.
1: Okay, yeah, I think I read that it lives in the western Amazon. So, I think it's like Peru and uh Brazil and maybe into Ecuador a little bit. Uh but does it live in like on the ground or in trees? Where does it like to hang it, out?
0: It definitely enjoys trees more because of all the predators on the ground. Caimans, pythons, eagles, <laughs> Hawks, even jaguars, sometimes even peccaries.
1: Wow. A peccary would eat a monkey?
0: Yep.
1: Wow. That's a different podcast for a different day. That's super, super interesting. So speaking of food and eating and predators and prey animals, what does a Wakari monkey eat?
0: It eats all sorts of fruits, nuts, and buds.
1: Awesome. So does that make it an herbivore, carnivore, or omnivore?
0: Definitely herbivore, and maybe a couple of nits here and there, so an er- herbivore slash omnivore, but yeah. more herbivore, definitely.
1: And what about you? Are you an omnivore, or carnivore, herbivore? What do you like to eat?
0: Uh, I'm definitely a... Well, I'm an omnivore, but I'm trying to become one or the other.
1: Gotcha. And... Now, when you were reading about the Wakari monkey, uh, I know that its brilliant red face is just like something I've never seen on a monkey before. And so I definitely encourage our listeners to uh, get on either YouTube or Google Images and look up a picture of a Wakari monkey, which is u u a k a r i. But what else did you learn about it? the wakari monkey when you were studying?
0: Well, not only are they endangered from loss of habitat, they're also endangered because the female only gives birth to one infant every two years.
1: Oh, wow. Yeah. And does she, uh, is she a good mom? Does she take care of that infant for a long time? Yep. Yeah. yeah. Just like your mom, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, Pax, what else did you learn about the wakari monkey? Does it live alone? Does it live in
0: groups? It lives in troops of up to 10 to 100.
1: Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. And you mentioned, do you know the population? You mentioned that it might, is it endangered?
0: It is endangered, but no one knows for sure the population.
1: Interesting. And... Does it make any noises or vocalizations?
0: Well, I think it goes something like mm-hmm. wait, no, that was proboscis monkey. Mm-hmm. I'm still turning it out. Keep trying, you got it
1: mm-hmm. Pax, that was amazing. I thought that I was in the amazon- Amazon jungle. That's incredible, buddy. Wow. I love it. I love it. And now you mentioned that people need to conserve this animal or their habitat. How do you recommend that people do that?
0: Well, first off, by not setting forest fires in the Amazon. No forest fires there.
1: And also
0: stop using palm oil that is definitely killing more than just the Akari.
1: Definitely. And
0: now for people that,
1: I don't know how, if you looked at this monkey, how you couldn't fall in love with its cute red face, but for people that let's say don't really like monkeys or aren't really interested in them, what would you say to them? How would you get people to love and want to conserve the Wakari monkey?
0: Uh, well, it's very hard to do that because it's skeleton-like face is very, very scary <laughs> at some ages.
1: I think it's cute, but I can see how people might think it's not so attractive. But yeah, what would you, you know say to them to convince, yeah, how, how would you convince them?
0: Well, I would say that it won't harm you unless you attack it. Then <laughs> it's just going to use its instincts bite back and protect itself. Yeah. If you just keep your distance, it's like a moose or an elk. It won't, it won't even know that you're there and it won't even mind that you're near it unless you provoke it.
1: Yeah. That is
0: an entirely different story.
1: Exactly. Well, and do you know the role for a uh, monk, fruit-eating monkeys in the ecosystem? Yes. Why are they they important?
0: Well, they eat the fruit, spread through the jungle, leave their droppings, which still have the seeds in them, and then no trees grow, and also they feed many predators.
1: Exactly. They're a really important species in the food web. Uh, And so if we didn't have any wakari monkey or monkeys in general... We would have less trees, we'd have less predators, so we need to keep them around and make sure and conserve them, right? Yep. And we did you come across... Oh, go ahead.
0: We definitely need more primates, that is other ch- than humans.
1: <laughs> Good answer. And do you have any other facts about wakari monkeys, or is that it for today?
0: I think that might be it.
1: Awesome. Okay. Well, good. Now, Pax, I know that you're an animal ambassador and you have your own YouTube channel, for goodness sakes, but what do you think you want to do when you grow up? What do you want to be?
0: Uh, well, me and my friend Ronan are thinking about starting a zoo in California, of course, where there are humpbacks and all sorts of whales.
1: Yeah. And
0: maybe even Maybe even a scientist, too. Well, I am technically going to be a scientist either way.
1: Absolutely. I love it. A guy after my own heart. And so when you were preparing for this podcast and this interview, what was some of your favorite parts?
0: Well, that it's Genus's cockajowl, and uh, it's related to the sockeye monkey.
1: Excellent. Yeah, I didn't know that. Very good. And when you were studying and researching the Wakari monkey, did you learn any new words or terms besides riparian?
0: Uh, well, I do not think of it. I didn't learn too many, but I certainly learned a few. Awesome. Including, uh, well, including, uh, genus Mammalidia, Animalia, and multiple more.
1: Wow, you're really good at saying those names. I always have trouble with them, so good job. Kudos to you, buddy. Pax, that was awesome. Would you be willing to come back and uh, do another species and be interviewed about it? Yep. Cool. And uh, you'll have to let us know when your new YouTube episode about keystone species that start with the letter B when that episode airs, okay? Okay. Thank you so much, buddy. Thanks for talking to me today.
0: No problem. Bye-bye. See ya.
1: And now my next guest, Vance, is from Lansing, Michigan, which is so exciting for me because I, too, am a Michigander. It's the great state in the Midwest where I'm from, surrounded by many lakes, and it's just so beautiful. So Vance is going to be talking to us today about the Black Mamba, which is also amazing, and he's the first kid that's talking about a snake on this podcast. So we have so much to get to today, so say hello to Vance. Hello. Hi. Are you there? Can you hear yeah. me? Hi. All right. Awesome. Well, Vance, let's get started. Can you tell everyone how old you are? I'm seven. You're seven. So what grade are you in?
2: I'm um, first.
1: You're in first grade. Awesome. Do you like first grade?
2: Uh, yeah, except I don't think I'll be there the rest of the year.
1: That's right. Yep. You're getting done a little bit early, but then you'll move on to second grade. So that's pretty exciting, right? And what's your, uh, and what do you like learning about in school?
2: Uh, I like math and I like, well, I like a lot of different stuff.
1: Cool. And do you have any pets at home? Um, I have fish. Fish. Awesome. So what made you decide to pick and study the black mamba snake?
2: Um... I don't really know.
1: Well, I'll tell you what. You picked a really cool creature, so let's get started learning all about it. Can you it, describe to our listeners what the black mamba snake looks like?
2: Um, It's gray on the outside, and it gets its name from inside of the blackish-bluish color inside its mouth.
1: Oh cool. And is a black mamba is that a mammal, a reptile, or a bird?
0: Um a reptile.
1: Yeah, very good. Because it doesn't have fur or feathers. What is its skin like?
2: It's like I think it's pretty bony kind of or Mm -hmm. like smooth.
1: Yeah, people always think that snakes are slimy, but I've touched a lot of snakes in my life, and they're actually, like, very, very smooth. Have you ever touched a snake? Um,
2: I don't think so, but I might have forgot I did.
1: Okay, but I've, and have you ever s- seen a snake?
2: Um, I think I have, and I've touched different, like like reptiles like armadillos and I've touched like a spider before except um I wait I haven't touched the armadillo but I uh, I've seen one Well I, awesome. I have touched ever... a spider Yeah I think I have
1: Cool wow that's really that's really brave Now Vance with black mambas are they a big snake or a small snake
2: Um they're like Um, they the small ones are eight feet and the big ones, the really, really big ones are, um, 14 feet long.
1: Whoa, 14 feet. That's like three of me almost, two to three of me. Yeah. Wow. It's much bigger than you too, right? Much longer. Yeah. Yeah. That's a pretty big snake. And where does the black mamba live? Does it live in Lansing, Michigan?
2: No. It lives. Um, <laughs> Thank goodness, right? It lives in like the rocky hills, and like it, it's homeless in trees, and it also hangs out in the woods in sea, southern and eastern Africa.
1: That's right. The black mamba is an African snake, so yeah, we don't have any of those in Michigan, or or even in Florida, where I'm from. It's on the continent of Africa. Yeah, and, and Vance. What does a black mamba eat? Does it eat blueberries?
2: It eats um it eats rodents, bats, and um rodents, bats, birds and lizards.
1: Awesome. And do you know how it catches its prey? Does it squeeze it really tight or does it like bite it?
2: Um I think it squeezes it tight.
1: It does definitely squeeze it tight, but I think it's after it bites it, right? Because mm-hmm. aren't black mambas... There's something really important we need to know about black mambas, right? Are they a safe snake or kind of a dangerous snake? if A uh,
2: super dangerous snake. Yeah, tell me more about that. Um, they can kill a person... They're super venomous because they can kill a person in one bite, and if they don't get medicine in twenty minutes it will kill a full grown man
1: right exactly and you use a really awesome science word you use the word venomous do you know what that means? Can you tell our listeners
0: so
2: it's this, all snakes, I don't, I'm pretty sure all snakes, they're not, they're not poisonous, but they do release poison from the, their fangs, but they're, but they're venomous.
1: Exactly. So some snakes are called constrictors, like the boa constrictor, mm-hmm. or the ball python, which is one of my favorites. And those guys, they just, they squeeze their prey uh and until they die. And then they eat them. Yum, yum, yum. Where other types of snakes, like the black mamba, are venomous. And what that means is what squirts out of their teeth, right? They bite into the prey, and then...
2: The, uh- Uh, The poison, some snakes, they release way more poison than others. And some snakes, they don't even release any poison. And then some snakes, they just release a little bit of poison.
1: That's right. Oh, Vance, you're such a good snake expert. I love it. Yeah. And so the black mamba falls into the highly venomous, their venom, is very poisonous to humans and and animals too of course they're prey that they eat. so yes if you if you encounter a black mamba in the wild,
2: what should you do? Um, I think you should slowly b- back away.
1: Exactly. This is not one that you would want to try to catch or touch or anything uh, like that. The only right? one I
2: would suggest to like catch is like a really really small one or like a gardener snake. But catch it by its neck and um squeeze and make sure it doesn't it can't like leap out and then attack you. But those ones they just bite and it probably hurts. I've never been got bitten by one, but um they don't release any poison and they're not venomous.
1: Yes, when I was your age in Michigan, I caught a lot of garter snakes, and they're very safe because we live in Michigan, and so, yes, but even a black mamba, even a little black mamba snake, you would yeah. not want to catch that. You would want to, as Vance said, just slowly back away and then go tell a parent or an adult, uh, and then they can figure out also, how to get the same, it from there.
2: same thing with bears, you should slowly back away.
1: Yes, definitely, exactly. And did when you were reading about the black mamba, did you come across any other really cool facts about them? Um,
2: yes. Um, oh, uh I don't think so.
1: Are they slow or are they fast?
2: Uh I don't know that.
1: I think yeah, they're pretty fast. So, it's definitely better if you don't encounter one. Uh and do you, did you remember reading if they, if there's a lot of them or are they in danger? Do you remember
2: reading about that at all? Um, I read a long, I read pretty long time ago and I don't, uh, well, I think other, other snakes are in danger, but not this one.
1: Excellent. And now Vance, this is really important. A lot of people or kids even are scared of snakes. And I can understand why. Because some of them, like you said, are venomous. And uh, But a lot of them aren't. So what would you say to people that don't like snakes? How would you convince them that we should care about snakes too and try to conserve them?
2: Well, a lot of them, they take care of mice and rats.
1: Excellent answer, buddy.
2: Exactly.
1: Snakes in your neighborhood help control the rodent population so they keep mice and rats out of your home and they're really, really important parts of the ecosystem. Oh my gosh, that is just such a great answer. And so what was your favorite thing about getting ready for this podcast? What did you like?
2: I liked all of it. And I was excited like a lot.
1: Awesome, <laughs> cool. And would you do it again for maybe a different species and to teach people about them? I would do it any time. Cool. And one last question, Vance. What do you think you want to be when you grow up? Um,
2: like maybe like a like someone that rescues animals or like people.
1: Oh, uh, We need more kids like you for sure to rescue animals or help people. That's such a good answer. Well, thank you, buddy. I appreciate your time being with us, teaching us today all about the beautiful, big, and venomous Black Mamba. Mm-hmm. So you take care of yourself, okay? And we'll talk again soon. Bye. 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 Wow. That was such a great episode. We learned so many cool and interesting facts about wakari monkeys and black mambas. I really hope you enjoyed listening to Pax and Vance. And please share all of these facts with your friends and families. I'm sure there are some great take-home messages today. I also want to give a mammoth-sized thanks to Pax from Denver, Colorado, and Vance from Lansing, Michigan. Be sure to check out PAX's YouTube channel sometime. It's really fun and there's a lot of information on there about animals. I also want to give a huge shout out to you, our listeners. You guys are our conservation heroes just by listening, learning, loving, and conserving all creatures. So if you or someone you know is interested in becoming an all-creatures kids expert and being interviewed on the podcast, please send me Angie and email at allcreatureskidspod at gmail.com. You can also visit our website at allcreaturespod.com to learn more about the creatures you love and want to conserve. We would also appreciate a five-star review on iTunes, which helps our podcast grow. So thank you, everyone. Take care. Bye-bye.